This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the amazing food and dining critic of Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen. And yours truly, Tariq, a.k.a. the architect who aspires to be Ann, but uh, fails miserably. On this week's edition of This Bites, uh, we're going to talk about some changes to some small, I would figure be major changes to the Milwaukee restaurant landscape. Want to get into that. Also, it is Kentucky Derby weekend. We're going to highlight some uh, events if you want to celebrate Kentucky Derby in style. And then it's Beer Week next week. We're going to mention some of those events coming. And then finally, we're going to talk about a really cool event that involves youth at the end of This Bites. But we're going to kick it off with some, um, I guess you'd call it sad news, uh, kind of a, a mainstay in the restaurant scene, especially in Tosa, um, Iri Zulu. What's going on there, Anne? Iri Zulu, the African restaurant on uh, 70, would you say 72nd and North? I think it's right around yeah. 72nd mm-hmm. and North, yes, uh, has closed. It actually has been closed since... Um, February when when uh, when it was shuttered for you know some kind of maintenance reasons, the owner Yolanda Deacon uh, has actually decided to sell the business. And actually, I, my understanding is she's going through that process right now. Running a restaurant, people's lives change, right? You know, and mm-hmm. and she had opened it uh, opened the restaurant in 2015, yeah. so uh, it was in its fourth year, which actually is kind of hard to believe, um, but. Uh, so, you know, her mom was the chef. She was the one doing the mm. cooking. Um, she, her, her, actually Yolanda's sisters were involved, very involved mm-hmm. in the business. They are no longer, they have their, you know, they have other things yeah. they wanted to do with their lives. One's and a model, right? I know that she was involved in the fashion yeah. scene. But, you, you know, Yolanda herself is, you know, is a really an accomplished businesswoman. She came to Milwaukee back in, I, th- I want to say like 17 or 18 years yeah. ago to, to attend Marquette University. She's, she's a native of, of Cameroon. And, um, you know, she, she, you know, went on to um, start, you know, she's an entrepreneur. So she started a business um, of these um, kind of uh, African I guess they were African sauces, sauces yeah. a line of African mm-hmm. sauces, and that morphed into sort of these line of, of sausages. sausages. Yeah. And so she was doing that for a while. Actually, I think it, it started with the spices. Oh, yeah, I remember the spices. It yes. started with the spices, and she um, started selling them at farmer's markets, mm-hmm. and it really just sort of grew, grew from there. But, you know, she's, um, you know, she's a really, she's a, she's a smart lady, and she has a number of other things going on in her life, other business, and she's got two small kids. So um, I think it, this was just a point in her life that she thought, you know, this is just, I, I can't continue to do this. Yeah. Um, and so, therefore, she is in the process of selling it. Um, and I think that the buyer is um, someone who is going to run a restaurant. It is a restaurant space. But I don't know any details about a concept. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the sad thing is it, is it is not a situation either where you could go in and, like, uh, have a, a last meal before it, mm. it, it closes. It, it, it is closed right now. So um, another thing that she's going to do um, 
She's going to launch her own branding company, Yolanda Deacon Brands, LLC. It's going to focus on product development. She's really good at that. Uh, Content development, events, strategic consulting. So she'll still be in kind of the game. I I think. But not directly in the restaurant. Yeah. I mean, my my sense of her is that she has a lot of really great ideas. Mm -hmm. She's a, uh, you know, it's a pretty ambitious person. And um, I, I think that she will have some interesting things coming up. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. We're back on this bites, and I want to. Uh, as early before we were talking about Iris Zula, I want to talk about something like I got to know her um, years ago, and I've collaborated with her on a Black Panther dinner when Black Panther came out. Right. Uh, That's she, right. She she took it on, and we that so was that Iris like, Zula. Yeah, it was Iris Zula, and like she like embraced it. it was so cool. Yeah. Uh, and I love the concept restaurant where like each day was a different region. I love the food. It was yes. like a different region of Africa and the West Indies. Um, so and then that, on the weekends, I'm sorry to interrupt. On the weekends, it was like kind of um, uh, best hits. Mm-hmm. Like it was, you know, favorites. Yeah. So, yeah. So during the week, yeah, you would have like West African. Um, I don't know that she ever did South African. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was mostly, I feel like it was mostly West African. Mm-hmm. And then Jamaican. Okay, West and some, Indies, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the, the greatest hits. And I just I had a lot of great food there. Yeah, so definitely definitely be missed in the Milwaukee culinary scene. But I guess when I first met her, I was doing these holiday guides. And I came across her spices, I think it was. And I mentioned holiday guide. And she hit me up and said, hey, thank you so much. I owe you because I found out that this Chicago distributor or company wanted to carry my spices because they saw it in the holiday guide. Oh, awesome. It was like, yeah. It was like years ago. I vaguely remember that. So, well, best of luck to her. So, in the future, yeah. in the future endeavors. I, I definitely want to read, hear more and read more about her in, in the coming years that mm-hmm. she is, you know, doing some pretty cool things yeah. in the city. So, so another um, change... Uh, closing uh, uh, is about to happen on the uh, Milwaukee culinary scene, it, but this involves something at the Crossroad Collective, which mm-hmm. just just opened. So, what's the what's right. the what's the details? Crossroads is a food collective that's on the corner of Kenilworth and Prospect, uh, and it just opened, you know, right before the Christmas holidays. And one of the tenants is La- the Laughing Taco, mm-hmm. uh, owned by Justin Carlisle, who also was, I believe, a consultant on the whole project. Uh, which was, you know, created by the develop the, the developers Newland Newland Enterprises. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with them, um, so anyway, uh, Justin Carlisle had announced or written on his own Facebook saying that uh, unfortunately he's planning to close this location and its last day of operations is May 5th. And so his explanation was that. Uh, you know, he was going to focus on the other locations that he has. Um, those being uh, the first one that opened, and that's on First, first Street. Street. And the Five Sur Four. Correct. Um, and in also kind of sort of, you know, hinted at some changes maybe coming to the First, the first Street location, uh, including new menu items. New hours? Um, new hours, yeah. But I don't, I don't know yet what those are and special events. Now... If you know, if you've been to Laughing Ta- the Laughing Taco, you know that it has a really concise menu of tacos, mm-hmm. um, and you know there's some that are that are meat oriented and, and a few that are that are vegetarian. Yeah, and then you know they don't delve into things you know other than that. I mean, food 
you know, it's it's specifically tacos. We're not, you know, it's not chips and guac and ceviche. <laughs> you know, it's all that stuff. But um, and then slushies. You know, drinks like the slushies is mm-hmm. you know, the which boozy, kind of the like kind slushies. of expanded out of the red out light, of red, red light, light ramen. ramen. Yep. So um, it'll be interesting to see what he decides to do there. Um, I I think it's interesting that he's leaving the uh, the collective so quickly. Um, I think yet you know he, he probably. Uh, you know, knows if that is was a successful endeavor for him pretty quickly. Um, and it's an interesting, that whole idea is a really interesting experiment. And because, okay, so at that location, what, there's like seven or eight tenants right now. And you can really see which ones are flourishing, like which ones people like really yeah. gravitate toward, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to see that too when thirds, you know, when the... Um, Grand Avenue, the, the, the big food opens hall up, opens yeah. over there. Yeah, um, but I, I think it's, I think it's interesting because, um, you know, really what we've been seeing for the last few months or hearing about at uh, Crossroad Collective is actually filling the spaces mm-hmm. that they hadn't filled already. Yeah. Right. So, like for instance, Raw Bar has opened. Yep. And there's still waiting for the, the pasta, pasta bar, mm-hmm. yeah, which is supposed to open in this month in, okay. in May. So, um, so it's interesting. I don't know what's going to happen to that space. I hope to find out soon. You know, is it going to be uh, an, another new vendor, um, or you know, will one of the other vendors expand? I don't know. I don't cool. know. Maybe they've got some ideas there. Cool. But May fifth is the last, last day, day of to operation get tacos for that. At the Crossroad Collective. Correct. All right. Coming up, we're going to talk about the Kentucky Derby. Uh, Milwaukee for like I'm just surprised how Milwaukee gets into the Kentucky Derby. I just I do I am too, and I I am gonna say that I am not. Uh, it's not the it's not something that I'm really I, I've never w- really watched. It. Yeah, I've never gotten into that scene. I just but never some thought really love well, it. like because most people don't realize I'm born in Louisville, Kentucky, home of the Kentucky Derby. So it's kind of and I used to go to derby parties here. Our, old, our former program director was also from Kentucky, so he hosted derby parties at his house. So I saw the connection there, but I'm like, why is Milwaukee doing all these Kentucky derby parties? Not very, you know. I but, think it's just a reason to drink. <laughs> probably. But there's <laughs> there's several um, restaurants getting into the act, and they have some special yeah. things going on. Can you share some of the... Um, sure. I can I can definitely do that. Uh, Maxie's uh, restaurant... Um, on the west side is uh, they're they're calling it their Maxie's Derby Day episode twelve May the fourth <laughs> in this whole like yeah, Star fourth, Wars so, yeah. speak um, and theirs is a whole part as a party for hunger relief so it's a fundraiser they have uh, the Jackson Park Jazz or- Orchestra coming in they have a Derby menu and drink specials I'm going to mention a few of the Derby menu items they do a best dress contest. Um, they're going to have a photo booth. Now, the whole thing with the best dressed, I mean, has that always been a part of Derby? It's the hats. Days? I know. People dress yeah, up. And, like, people dress up. Mostly it's the, the hats. But is it just ladies and men too? Well, men might wear dress up, but it's the, the media focuses on the hats. Okay. The yeah. I'm like, everybody dresses up, right? But I guess it seems like the, the, the focus is on how crazy the hats can yeah, get. Yeah, crazy know. hats. Okay. Uh, so, okay. So if you're if you're planning to go to this event... Um, there's some pretty delicious sounding foods that are beyond what Maxie's typically has. Um, so, you know, we, Tariq and I were looking at this because there's certainly things that jump out to mm-hmm. you. Um, uh, they're doing some hot browns. Hot which, browns, which those, is kind of like an open face sandwich. Are those, are, is that one of your favorites? Kind of one of your 
I wouldn't say it's a favorite. It's just, like it's just it's a comfort, it's a food comfort type legend things. thing. If you go to Kentucky, Louisville, you eat that, right? So yeah. So it's is like it, a Mornay sauce and turkey, open face, and they put yeah. in the broilers. Sometimes they put in broilers. Yeah, it's a broiled open face yeah. sandwich. It's mm-hmm. nothing to not like about that. Yeah. Um, well, I've just never been a fan of turkey. Let's put it that way. I think turkey is kind oh, of. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, you know, it's if it's white meat, it's often dry. That's yeah. been my problem. I mean, turkey's with turkey. just bad, but that's just me. Yeah. Well, listen, they've got they've got something else here I've never heard of before. Maybe yeah. you have. It's called a bad doer. Ribeye and gravy, beer cheese, crispy onions on a hoagie roll. Oh, yeah, I think fries. Uh, Maxie's over there told me they're going to name that dish after you. <laughs> oh, bad doer, right? Yeah, I just walked <laughs> right into that. Okay. Um, do you, I mean, are, are any foods specifically associated with the Kentucky Derby? Only thing I can think of, just the mint julep. The mint juleps, which, okay, there are going to be plenty of flowing mint juleps at that mm. event as well. Um, there's a few desserts, several desserts. Yeah, there's that, that uh, the bourbon balls, cocoa dusted cream with a cream dipping sauce, um, peanut butter pie, key lime pie, which is doesn't seem very Kentucky because key lime. No. Um, fried pickle chips. Yeah, I mean, I don't know because I've never been to the Derby to see what they actually eat. Yeah. So I don't know, but I know I, mint juleps is a thing yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so it's a good menu. Okay. The Monarch Lounge. Uh, that's the uh, bar at the Hilton Milwaukee City Center. They're doing a special event. Again, did we mention that, that Derby Day is the May is May 4th? Yeah. That is Saturday. Mm-hmm. And um, Maxie's event is, it starts uh, at a, pro- well, the doors open at 1 p.m. The race starts at approximately 5.50 p.m. So there's plenty of time between 1 and 5.50. Have a lot of mentions <laughs> and a lot of hot browns. Um, but the Monarch Lounge, their their event is runs from two to six. Now, okay, does that mean that it just stops when the when the Derby starts? Because if the Derby starts at five fifty, I don't know. Okay, well, I'm looking at you like you know the answer to this question. Okay, think, all right. What they're gonna have? Okay, so this is even. I this, drink too many mint juleps. To I don't know to remember these details. <laughs> right. So they've got a menu, too. Complimentary Derby-inspired appetizers. Okay. And these include cucumber tea sandwiches, which uh, sounds like... like sounds like a thing they eat in the like a, Does it? Okay. That's They're not horsing like around with this one, English. are they? Oh, okay. I was <laughs> going to say it sounds like a proper English tea yeah. uh, appetizer, fancy. though. It's a fancy event. Fancy event. Okay. Yeah. Pimento cheese dip with crackers and vegetables. Sounds like a Derby thing. Hot chicken sliders. Sounds like a Nashville thing. Mini hot browns. Sounds like a derby thing. And bourbon meatballs. Sounds like a Tariq thing. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Um, And they they didn't just like, I I swear, all these places are doing the contest. The the contest, yeah. yeah. This is for best ladies hat and best dressed couple. See, I said the hats. hats Yeah, the hats. The hats a thing because it's the brim gets like five feet diameter. It's kind of crazy. So I just don't even know where you would buy a hat like that. But anyway, okay, so uh, in Bayview. Yeah. The brass rooster. Actually, yeah. the the brass rooster is the one for gentlemen, and then and the then one the, next the, the, to it, isn't it like the something hen or something? Something like that, yeah. So and that's, that's where you should get your hat. Yeah. Okay. I always want to get a hat there. I've heard they're very cool because they're. Yeah. I mean, these are handmade, handmade hats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never been in. I've always I think they're to nationally go. known too. That yeah. would be very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, talk derby to me. Which oh, is right, a yeah. nice I don't. Headline. I don't think you should be doing that <laughs> on the air. Right. Know. 
Okay, that's that's. I mean, the, I'm used to it off the air. But, I know, uh, I know. Okay, so that's the theme of the party at Iron Horse Hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, there starts at 2 p.m. sharp on Saturday, and um, they're they're so clever and cheeky. And they have they, came up they with have horse in their name. They do. Yeah. They do. They do. And they allow they allow uh, horses. They I think they allow horses in there, <laughs> not just dogs, but horses. So it's perfect. Uh, iron um, horse is probably allowed. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so uh, they are doing bottomless mint juleps. Wow. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. Um, <laughs> Get a room. Yeah. Uh, and th- so, th- gosh, here we go again. The competing in the best hat, best bow tie contest. Uh, s- right? So, I mean, you, you know, if the gentleman has to have, there has to be a contest for gentlemen specifically, and I guess it has to be the bow tie because it doesn't it matter what he puts like on, on his head. Suits or like, Dapper look. Uh, I don't know. Best ascot. You know, I don't know. Best ascot. Yeah, yeah. Well, that one could be good. Uh, but this is a set price, you know, b- before you go in. And I, I've, I've seen all these photos of people like crowded around the bar there at Branded, just like looking up at the TVs mm-hmm. in these It's like a minute long race and it's over. Yeah, right. I, I don't know. But um, they're going to have some DJs there and all that, you mm-hmm. know. But um, as you know, uh, Iron Horse Hotel. We talked about it a few week a few weeks ago. They're going through some transitions yep. in their restaurants. The Dan Dan's. The, well, their Dan Dan's are consulting. Yeah, yeah they're, they're consulting. They're, yeah. they're working on you know replacing Smith. The Dan's. Yep. The Dan's. And um, also, gosh, if it's warm tomorrow, and I really hope it's nice tomorrow, the yard is going to be open at uh, which is the patio space. At I the love Iron that. Horse. I love going there when it's like a perfect weather and I having know. a bourbon or like a cocktail and have my book open. It's great. It's a nice, yeah. it's a really great patio. But, um, you know, I am just, uh, you know, after this week of gloom and uh, cloud gloom. and clouds and <laughs> gloom and doom and, yeah, snow turning to rain, I think we really need some nice weather. So, anyway, that's that's what we got for Derby Day. Cool. Um, so, you you, you want to get a hat? You want to dress up? I think it's too late to get a hat. I mean, I, I don't know get where Get some I construction get paper, <laughs> you know, Can I just board. make, like, one of those... Uh, crowns that kids make when it's their birthday. Or go to, just go to Burger like King and get one of the crowns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, they, but look at Burger King. They have the Impossible Burger. Or they're rolling it out. Is that, is that true? I heard and they, that. And, and people are reviewing it's better than the, the regular burger, which is not hard to do. <laughs> you know, I, I... So is it going to cost like 10 bucks? I don't know. I don't know, but and they're only they're only going to have it in certain markets, right? They're they're planning to expand it nationwide. Oh, okay. It was announced, and also there was also announced there's an Impossible Burger shortage. No, yeah, it was in my feed. It popped up. There's an Impossible Burger shortage going. That's on. That's awesome. So and the headline: What are restaurants to do? I don't know. So. It's I I I think they should be shaking in their boots. <laughs> Thinking what? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what what, what if they can get a burger, a I'm garden burger, like the whole marketing and the plan for Impossible that company. The guy behind it, the person, a woman, whoever's behind it, kudos. Pretty genius. Kudos. Yeah. But, you know, I think this is probably going to be a kick in the pants for uh, fast food, you know, franchises like McDonald's oh. to actually get some kind, something like a garden burger on their menu. I'm surprised well, be- they don't I bet you have by, this already. I bet you by next year, this time, every fast food restaurant will, have a, will a have, a, have a version of an Impossible Burger. Yeah, probably. It's, just, it's inevitable. It's like, it's go where the go where the people are, right? What they want, you know. So. Then we're gonna see Amalinda driving. I just, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not ready for the impossible pan. fried chicken from Popeyes. I'm, I'm, I will stop at that if that ever happens. Yeah. Anyway, 
Impasta chicken. Impasta chicken. <laughs> uh, coming up next week is um, Beer Week. Tell me some uh, some really interesting events that's happening during Milwaukee I, Beer I could week. not even tell you. No, I'm just kidding. Well, well, I'm, what I'm going to tell you is I'm going to I'm going to because I Hop I myself am not a beer expert. I've never claimed to be. I've never you know self endorsed as such. We have a couple people on our staff that are like, I mean, they, they drink beer daily. Mm-hmm. Like, they bathe in it. Like, you really? can actually you have a sit. bathtub at your office? with the- Right, yeah. No, okay, so one of them, one of those people is our executive editor, Chris Strasner, mm-hmm. who writes about beer for, actually, the Wisconsin State Journal, if you can believe that. No, he, that was his previous job. He continues to do a, a column for, mm-hmm. for them. And then Dan Murphy is our regular beer guy. But bo- between the two of them, we've got, like, the power sources of beer coverage. <laughs> but they know, they know what's going on. And Dan actually did a column for us on our website, and it names specifically one thing to do each day, mm-hmm. not to miss each day of Beer Week. Okay. And Beer Week starts tomorrow, the 4th, and runs through the next Saturday, which is the 11th. So you can find some fabulous beer-related event if you go to our website and check out what Dan is suggesting you do. And he knows a lot about rare beers, really interesting and unusual beers. I know nothing. But I am going to tell you that I'm a big fan of Y East Pizza. Still have not been there. Every time I've been there, it's like they're closed. What's the holdup? Oh, you, they, you they, just like and it's just a certain night that they're not open. Yeah, they're, they're you know those weird hours they have sometimes. Okay. I don't know if they change the hours, but I just like when I want a pizza, they're not open. Okay. <laughs> well, um, on the seventh, which is Tuesday, they're doing a special dinner with Third Space Brewing, and so so Third Space Brewing is going to do a tap takeover, and they're going to be featuring food made with beer. Um, yes, exactly. So there's this, they're going to do a special square pan or special square pan pizza slices now if you've been to y east they don't do slices at all it's a full pie that that you know comes out of you know their uh wood-burning oven it's a beautiful beautiful pie offered with different toppings on it but you know in the style of those thick chewy pillowy you know the those crusts that are really strong and can hold a lot of toppings but it isn't overtopped right so but it's not a neapolitan style pizza um it's its own it's its own very own thing but so they're going to be doing pizza slices um and they're going to be doing something called a ring of fire which is bacon hot pepper and honey um they're going to be doing spent beer grain pretzels. So that would be pretzels made of spent beer grain. How sustainable of them. Yes. And they're going to be serving that with beer cheese dip. They're going to be, there's going to be a curated cheese plate from a place I really like, the Village Cheese Shop in, oh, cool. Wau- in Wauwatosa. Yep, a great, cute little place that has a wonderful selection of cheeses. And they're going to be Y-East crackers because they, they're making their own crackers. I didn't and know that. What? They make crackers? Uh, they can, well, they make... They they they're making pretzels, so it's really not going to be that difficult to make right. crackers. They also not here, but on their menu they do focaccia. Okay. So they do a lot of really really great little uh, okay. items out of that are that are bread related or or cool. cracker related. So, um, and the desserts are coming from Hatched. Um, Hatched is that local business that does the really wonderful hand. Pies. I had some at the uh, Smorgasbord, the Wisconsin Foodie Smorgasbord, uh, last Did weekend. You? I kept coming back for the lemon curd. Oh, the lemon it's really good. I had like six of them. I kept coming back. And I so you have one. not been, have you been to Birch and Butcher? I've been to Birch and Butcher when they first opened. Oh, okay. In the cafe part, they they sell the hatched, um, the, really? the hatched That's hand pies. That's my own way, on the way to work. So I'm yeah. in the morning. And Are they open in the morning? Yes. Oh. Yeah, you can well, get maybe. a bagel. You can get. A hand pie. You can get a hand pie yeah. and a coffee. So yeah, I had like six of those lemon They're curds. They're delicious. Well, how were they 
like cut into small sizes? No. Because the hand pies are, you know. They were like, well, my goodness. They were mini hand pies. I guess they're mini. People can't see that? That that little size that you're, you know, kind of formulating with your fingers? They have to put on their virtuality (laughs) helmet to see it. So, yeah. So, anyway. I had six of them, basically. I kept going back, like, can I have another one? Can I have another one? Delicious. No, those those hand pies are. They go great with beer, by the way. I had a nice little Pilsner. Well, okay. They're the dessert for this beer. Yeah, it pairs really well with a, a nice Pilsner. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So this would be my highlight event of Beer Week. So it's the, the pizza and beer dinner at Y.E.'s Pizza with the Third Space Brewing Tap Takeover. And that's May 7th, Tuesday from 4 to 9. So um, I don't know. It sounds like a great event. Cool. Yeah, Beer Week. Alas, but not yeast. Oh, gosh. Whoa. Man, you are on fire here with those pun streaks. Yep, 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 yep. Really cool event. Kids Share 2019. Um, We got the press release from the Jewish Community Center. It's the headline, Milwaukee's finest culinary event. Uh, Now celebrating the 30th anniversary. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. So Kids Share's Milwaukee's finest culinary event will bring together over 30 of Milwaukee's best restaurants, chefs, bakers, and caterers for the much-anticipated event on May 9th from 6 to 10 at the Fister Hotel. Proceeds from the event will benefit scholarship for the programs of the JCC, the Jewish Community Center. Um, some of the restaurants will get to taste foods from Carnivore, Lake Park Bistro, The Chill, which you talked about uh-huh. a few times. Mia's, Mila's, oh my, I'm, oh my God, I need reader's glasses. Did I tell you, I need to get some reader glasses. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> this is terrible. But you're Mila's getting, European you've Bakery, to that point in your life, Tariq. Um, as well as uh, some new event participants such as Birch and Butcher, Chard's going to be there. Font Leroy, Fresh Fan Poke. Um, remember we talked about Giggly. this? <laughs> I'm sorry, I apologize. Every time I see that, I giggle. Maybe that's your intention. Giggly, sh- <laughs> Giggly Champagne and Wine Bar. And, uh, and Giggly, and just so you know, be, Giggly Champagne and Wine Bar is part of St. Kate the Arts Hotel. So it's for a good cause. Get to take some really um, amazing bites from uh, some uh, fine establishments in Milwaukee. Again, it's on May 9th at the Fister. Well, that's this week's edition of This Bites. Uh, this Bites is produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the licensed lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at Radio Milwaukee. Dot org and iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. As always, and stay hungry. Oh yeah, and keep the malort cold. Yep. Have yeah. a good derby weekend. You too. You know, a mint julep made with malort. What do you think? I'll no. make you some. I'll make a picture for okay, you. Okay, go for it. All right, have a great weekend. You too.